Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. I'm Marco Sparks. And I am Elizabeth Kyle. Hello, Elizabeth. Welcome to Bros Watch PLL2. We are doing one of our special commentary episodes today. Uh, we'll be talking about season three, episode 13. This is a dark ride. And Elizabeth is one of the runners up in our uh, trouble contest. And this is one of the episodes she wanted to do. So we're doing it. Um, should mention we've done this once before two years ago with Latoya. It was a lot of fun. I'll be honest, I don't remember anything I said. So hopefully we don't see the say the same things. But uh, you know, I don't I don't think there's ever too many times that you can revisit the Halloween train episode. Yeah. Um but yeah, so, thank you. Thank you for joining us, Elizabeth. Uh tell thanks us a little for bit having me. about yourself. How did you find the pod and, and how did you find PLL? Um well I found so my mom and I watched PLL the OG. Uh I guess I, we started watching it. It wasn't it was a few years after it had aired. So I remember I watched the pilot the night that it, I was like, this looks like Twin Peaks, but like the CW and watched it and like, was like, eh, I don't know. And then like, got busy or something. And so years later, my mom and I, I guess it was when it was first offered somewhere streaming, we started watching it and it became our love language and total relationship. Like we literally spoke in like Hannah-isms and had planned a trip for, um, to tour the set but we ended up with schedules not being able to make it happen. I gave her a dollhouse that was <laughs> impeccably in miniature decorated like A's lair. It was amazing. Nice. Um, that was her Christmas present one year. And yeah, just generally became obsessed with the show. Um, and I, I just like can't decide if it's campy or totally serious or both. I don't know. I just love it. It's hard to, it's really hard to talk about with people who don't watch it. So mm-hmm. I'm very glad that y'all, do that talk about it and bring people together that enjoy it because yeah it's my jam and then the pot i mean i used to just look up i'm one of those like voracious consumers that like if i like a thing i i'm just i mean i'll buy the novelization of whatever stupid movie didn't have a book because of course it didn't because i'm just like kind of a collector and interested in all that i'm a completist mm-hmm. um so i enjoy finding a companion podcast to whatever i'm binging um pretty little iris was an original watch and then has been a multiple rewatch and likewise y'all's uh podcast is I'm, i mean i don't think i'm alone and when i was looking for a pll podcast this is the one that like it just kept dumping me on and being like no this is the, this is what you want to listen to every list everything i saw i'd be like fine i don't get it but sure and then y'all were like my best friends and didn't even know it. I like talk about you guys like by name to my friend. Like they think I'm crazy. I have a few podcasts I do this with where they're like, nobody knows who Eric is. Stop. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Benjamin, and it threw me so intensely when I realized James Taylor wasn't just like a third, like a producer. Or so. I, it was so confusing <laughs> to me that I was like, wait a minute. I made sure to do it in the most confusing the way possible. Person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, good job. And, uh, yeah, I was immediately a fan of the pod. I made my mom listen. She's a fan. She's so, so excited that I get, I'm doing this. Um, hi, mom. So, hi, mom. Yeah. Hey, yeah. mom. <laughs> that would have been great if we were just like, look, Benji doesn't want to do it anymore. Unfortunately, his, guy. <laughs> his, his, his brother wants to do it. Uh, he's got the same voice. <laughs> All inside jokes apply. <laughs> Probably should have done it that way, yeah. 
Because he's really it, just an AI that you've like moved the SIM card. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's actually just been Marco the whole time doing another voice at the same time. Ugh. That stopped because that like yeah. Now I'm feeling Marco <laughs> convinced me. <laughs> Oh, because I convinced you for two seconds that we were brothers. Yeah, I'm. I'm still like trying to undo that knot in my brain. Hmm. So, awesome. how did you pick these two? Because like, you watched a couple, right? Yeah. So I am a sucker for a holiday episode of a sitcom or any, you know, anything really, any show. And I really appreciate how Pretty Little Liars commits to the fucking holiday. Like they, I don't remember. Do y'all cast on here? Oh, fuck yeah, we do. Or Christian Um, PLO podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they, it's, they're just all in, like, it's like every, every inch of the screen is full of Halloween, or it's like, um, they're going to do like a Christmas intro, but like some shows, am I wrong? Like in the, in the 90s, early 90s, like, there would be shows that would be like, in this Friday, a very special Christmas mm. episode of whatever. But then they would just shoehorn whatever their fucking plot point that week was. And you're like, there's no Christmas here. Like, there's yeah. no, I don't see, nary a jack-o'-lantern. Like, where is my fucking um, atmosphere? They they just really go all out. So I have like Sometimes a, they'd go for it. Yeah, I have like a so, minor adolescent trauma related to what you're talking about. Um, way back in the day. Uh, when I was, I was probably like 13 or 14 and my, my older sister had her, like her older friends over and they were watching TV and they want, flipped to the babysitter's club, which I had never oh, seen, but it was, fan. it was clear from it that it was a Halloween episode. I was like, come on, let's watch something else. This is the freaking Halloween episode. And they're like, you know, it's a Halloween episode. Oh, you must watch the show. Ha ha ha. And it's all these like older girls teasing me. And it was uh, pretty Aww, mortifying. And yet sad. here I am doing a PLL podcast. So yeah, what's on so- getting your revenge. Living your best life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll be doing this is a dark ride. And then, uh, as I'm sure you'll see in your feed, I don't know, are we going to drop these both at the same time or space them out? I guess we can figure that out. But the next one we'll be doing is a Christmas one just because, you know, tis the season. Tis the dance season. The other, season. like, yeah. stalwart, like, like you could count on this mini TV show was the Clips episode. Which oh, yeah. I kind of would love a PLL they don't do that version of that. I, no. I kind of wish they would. They, they did the little PLL, like, um... They did like a what special call them? thing, the, but... which I, I still rewatch that show too. Mm-hmm. But like, it would be cool if they would just do like a clip. But shows don't do okay. that where it's like episode 24 of the season. We don't, we ran out of budget. So here's a clip show episode. You know? Although, yeah. I cannot fucking stand the Seinfeld clip episode. I skip it every Wait, single time. Wait, you mean the, the finale or the clip episode? The clip where, episode. Where Jerry talks to the audience? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like it just i'm like no what is i don't this remember show jerry doing? talking to the audience wow oh yeah, like, yeah it's like very zach morris like the only they're thing like they're trying to go to a, a they're trying to go to a movie or something hmm. so everyone else keeps coming in and he's just like here's some adventures we had or did whatever. that air yeah, before the finale or is that a different one it was like uh, a few years before the end. okay because there's a yeah, clip was show it their hundredth episode something like that yeah there's a clip show before the finale for seinfeld that's really good that's more of like hmm. I think it's just like that one's good. It's like music and and clips, and it's not like Jerry like introducing anything. Okay, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that anyway. one. You guys are talking about. Well, he's yeah. he's in character as Jerry on the mm-hmm. show, so it's it's a bizarre hybrid. It's but I mean, so weird. It's like wow. Sometimes going to dinner really uh, like it's just yeah. sort of like. Uh. But I mean, like the PLO one would be interesting because it would just be the girls like in Spencer's living. Well, you room, know, it would like... be Mona introducing it, Jerry style, being like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking it'd be the four of them in Spencer's living room, like rehashing the facts, like two episodes before the finale. Oh, that the would problem, be a good 
But the problem is it's like, well, as you know, Emily, and Emily's like, yeah, I was fucking there. (laughs) They do that all the time. What are you talking about, Mark? (laughs) That's how they literally bring you back up to speed from whatever crazy shit they tried to tell you last time. Yeah. All right. So at the end of this episode, I think we're going to talk some trouble. Uh, We mentioned trouble earlier. Trouble is the book. We just put out book three of uh, Trouble Takes a Holiday. Go to mynameistrouble.com right now if you want to learn more. The Girl Detective series. Uh, thank you to everyone who sent in submissions for the podcast. I think this is the first time we're, no, we talked on the main feed last time. Okay. So they know about this, but yeah, we, we drew our winners. Uh, we did do revenge with Rose. Uh, we'll have a couple more guests on in the coming days, but um, really appreciate all the support for the book. I think it, it's outselling book two and it's, you know, timeline right now. So it seems like people like it. Um, and you want to support the pod go check it out on amazon you can get ebook you can get print copy the hardcovers are really nice um so thank you for that and we're going to talk a little bit of spoilery conversation about trouble after this commentary so it'll be at the end of the pod if you don't want to get spoiled you can just turn it off at that point you know go buy the book read the book then come back all right are we ready for this is a dark ride yes and if I remember how we do the commentaries correctly, we're going to give you the guys a little countdown. We're right at the start of the episode, right before like the first previously on is like Mona walking out of the Radley hospital. So we're right before that. So cue it up on HBO max or whatever you're using to watch. And we'll do a countdown from three and then hit play. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. All right. In three, two, one, play. Previously on Pretty Little Liars. I really miss this this whole Radley set and everything. Seeing the fake-ass Radley in Original Sin was... Oh, man, I know those. Radley's the best, and all their 1950s nurse (laughs) uniforms are my favorite. I love how TV does that. We should have had Elizabeth, like, catch us up to where we are on the show at this point. Oh, gosh. You don't want me to. I'm... (laughs) Which is funny. Okay, so... I was watching these episodes again, y'all, and uh, legit was like, I've watched this shit like probably like 12 times through. It's sad. I still couldn't tell you who Bethany Young is. (laughs) She's nobody. She doesn't matter. But but it's funny is that at the end of this episode, up until the next episode we're going to do is two years of show and and maybe two months of screen time or two months of Caleb was shot in the last episode. I want to say he might like grab his side at one point in this episode but that's about it and then we, yeah. we learn that toby's an a and mona is singing her wonderful song about the teddy bears oh, having a picnic here there's uh, so flub there like she has full-on like glasgow joker smile on mm-hmm. this thing and then yeah. it's perfect no it's because she's mona yeah i love it and at first i was like this is amazing this is like a legit shakespearean <laughs> soliloquy like as she's by herself and then i was like oh is it okay this is Toby, right? I guess. Yeah. I guess because that's who A is. This episode. Why do you keep calling me for these little chats? Yeah, this episode all stood out to me as one that they wrote and like didn't follow up on a lot of the stuff in it, like all like some of the Garrett stuff, and mm-hmm. like it's just kind of like whatever. I like they never knew what to do with Garrett. Just there were these characters in PLL world that like always just hover. It's like trying to like put a square peg into a round hole. Like they they just never like absorbed like some yeah. of the others too this might yeah. be my favorite garrett episode but he has like very strong i'm about to die energy in the whole oh, thing 100 you percent. Know? <laughs> so she's he giving did... him the bullets that he's where did she get bullets, the bullets inside, the yeah. <laughs> inside the uh mental the bullet hospital. dispensary she mm-hmm. was one of them was like four please 
I think Garrett had had I'm gonna die energy ever since the uh like how did I get here? Did I mm-hmm. drive here? Did I walk here? Sometimes you just appear at a coffee shop. Look at these wonderful Halloween decorations. So we got like the same four houses we're always walking down. Which I think pass. we find out later this is supposed to be across the street from the high school. Okay. Yeah. Also, I mean, what this is, the is best part. Hannah's Hannah looks like a 1980s vampire. Well, that, from like a like she's that necklace almost know. counts as Her like and a, David a, Bowie are about to suck some blood. Or jet or something. It's like that could block a uh, a sword or but something. But that okay. I get fashion, but like that in that belt is not <laughs> what is that? It's Mandy Line. That's not yeah, power class. That's like like really Arya looks like she's in like she's like apprenticing to Harley Quinn. Totally. She looks like those costumes that are like um sexy zombie <laughs> umpire or like she's like sexy Freddy well, Krueger. I mean, what the fuck is that hat? Yeah. Only mm-hmm. Arya can rock that hat. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're going to be on a train later. I mean, right. like it's like do they go to wardrobe that morning and Troy was like, I look exceedingly normal compared to the rest of you. <laughs> This is really reminding me of the first secret oh, too. She has super like um almost like evermore vibes with her like Yeah. That and I feel like that's her feminine definitely her mom's necklace. Mm-hmm. This guy, he's like, all right, I'm just gonna get back inside and what, uh, right, and just I'll wait, wait for other <laughs> might be a half hour to this plot, people. You, <laughs> he's this. like, I guess I already went to school, so I'm just standing here for a while. What you did they say point... his name is too? It's so random. Oh yeah, you reach a point when you become an adult. You love Halloween, but you're like, this costume is great, but do I want to wear this all night, or mm-hmm. do I want to jump out of this fucking uh-huh. coffin all night? My, a special. I uh, love that. I love there. their holiday interest. The blood. I was Carrie one year, and that was the case. Like covered in blood, blood everywhere. Yeah, it was nice. just. Mm-hmm. Was that comfortable? No. Yeah. See. And I didn't even win for sticky. Place I would imagine contest very sticky mm-hmm. this old lady just because she was old and smoked everybody was like cute she was a one night stand have you ever seen that halloween costume where somebody's like no. like puts a box over them and like cuts a hole for their head and it's like there's like a lamp glued oh. to it oh. and like Jesus. a condom Jeez. and like a drink it's i'm not stupid. a fan of the like the it's pun, pun costume yes. yeah i don't, I don't like yeah. that. So the, the serial strike killer one, is the most obvious one. one i'm yeah. fucking carrie and don't like yeah a gallon of blood of myself in this parking lot. This lady might be cute, but like I should be getting the two hundred dollar gift voucher for this stupid yeah. bar. By the time flies are circling you, yeah. I like how they've introduced Toby. Like we know secretly that he's a villain, and so like every his whole affect is like, oh, I'm, yes. I'm you know, I'm evil. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's emotionally unavailable, so therefore this is the first time he's hot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not going to leave you alone with that guy. This is what he would draw upon when Eggs showed up, though, right? Oh, God. I, I have not revisited any of season five. I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't watched that one in a while. No memory of that guy. Except for the one we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's not till after that, I think, right? Yeah. What did. Oh, Toby has the body language of a Twilight werewolf in this scene, is what I wrote down. Nice. Yeah. But less charismatic. I'm, yeah. I'm almost surprised oh, that less. Keegan Allen didn't find a way to show up. And the, the yeah. yeah. Making out in the dentist closet. Caleb's like, I'm totally fine now. I got shot like last week. Yeah. I like how they lampshade that by a uh, Michigan Scar. Special appearance by Adam Lambert. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, is there not? It's very special. Can you imagine like you're about to get your teeth clean and you see these two teenagers like walk out of a broom closet or something? You're the like, largest mm-hmm. supply mm-hmm. closet in the world. Yeah, really. You're like half numb with Novocaine or something, just looking over like, am I high like, right now? Is, they're, they're like untucking or retucking shirts. Yeah. <laughs> coming out of the supply closet. I'm sorry, are people fucking while I'm getting knocked out here? <laughs> Or either of you children? guys going to get the uh, the Ash oh, fragrance you, by Ashley Benson? What do you care? You're single. Is that going to be a thing? I, I just see it on her Instagram. Oh, then, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. She like did like 100 Instagram stories about it. These what does this rank amongst Hannah's looks? Like this hair? I mean, I think yeah. slightly goth Hannah is always a win. Yeah. You know? I didn't mind it when she had the... Uh, I mean, it wasn't great. The black, the like dark streaks. Oh, like the streaks and like the extreme. I like, here's what it was. It I like the rest terrible. of her style when her hair was like that. So it right. worked as a look. Yeah. She was photo negative, Aria. Yeah. She's a little Kesha. There was a little like <laughs> something going on. Look who it is. It's Ezra Fitz, the most unproblematic Sketchy romantic Sketchy as lead. fuck. Just all all the time showing up like <laughs> the, the fucking When am I getting arrested? Bust. I wonder if Ian Harding has trouble getting work now because of Ezra. I wouldn't doubt it. It was amazing on Cruel Summer that they found another guy who just had like extreme Ezra vibes. It's yeah. like they're really going yeah. for a type. She towers over him in this scene. Well, I mean, that's the thing. They always had to somehow put him below her. So it didn't seem like a complete abuse of power. As yeah. creepy as it was. She's like, oh, my God, you're not going to Halloween with me. I guess you'll have to make it up to me. Which Arya, like, think it through. Like, do you really... I don't know. Why would he go to any of this stuff? Yeah, your your school function if your teacher who just like, oh, it's Mr. Fitz, my old English teacher is here dating a high school student. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, like then doesn't she have to how, actually just, talk to the principal later? Say, they're like, like they're we never fucking, dated. They're mm-hmm. just gonna they're probably gonna fuck right. Oh, wait, no, they can't. But like that's her teacher. When I watched this as it was not li- like I wasn't watching it in mm. real time as it was airing, but like a year later, two years later, it's like every person I saw walking down the street, I wanted to go up to and be like, did you know there's a television <laughs> show on a channel that your children might watch where uh, an adult man is fully engaging in sexual activity with his still student who is what 15 at the beginning yeah and it'll, Excuse me, man, it'll this is get a to the end through. of an arc you'll think okay well they're i guess they're gonna break him up and get rid of this guy it now was but astonishing. then it just keeps it really, going and yeah, it'll get to it another re- point where you're like well surely they're gonna end it now but then it yeah. just keeps and going. then they're like are you comfy yet he's <laughs> yeah. a and you're just yeah. like what the f-? Okay, like, so Arya wanted him to see her halloween outfit wouldn't if if he she was really planning this she would have had a whole like 20s like suit for like she would have like forced him to like come with his own costume yeah well she would have done naturally with no coordination of her beforehand okay she's daisy from great gatsby who would she make ezra be would he be the he'd be f scott fitzgerald (laughs) 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 classic marilyn for hannah there a better or worse marilyn than uh, anna de armas who can say I haven't watched that yet. I have not either. Every reviewer I've heard of it just said, like, this is brutal and painful. Don't watch. Yeah. Well, okay. And and I think offensive to Marilyn, her family, her friends, and us, the viewers. Yeah. I love the little pirate hat on Jennifer. She always has the, like, little jaunty. Oh, they brought back this creepo. Mm -hmm. Is that Lucas in there? Oh, no. Lucas is. He's um, he's Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. 
love all the costumes. See, I'm I'm a big fan of just these. These are like real costumes. These aren't puns or whatever. Right. Spencer just slain here. And there's Bogey and Bacall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how to put your whistle, uh, how to whistle, don't you, Toby? You know how to whistle, don't you? <laughs> what if he did? I like do a, not know like how a, to whistle. Actually, a Bogey accent the whole time. <laughs> I mean, isn't he kind of doing that in Shadow Play? Just like oh, leaning into of, that, yeah. Yeah. So who are they t- trying to contact here? I think it's I Garrett. Know. I haven't been watching. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Nolcon. He like has like a double costume that he has rigged up. He's like this weird, I don't know, British Navy Commodore, but he's also got the alien rig underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The chest first. Oh, poor Nolcon. He'll eventually be decapitated by an axe yes, that he, he fell on. It's no way to be head of the department. Mm-hmm. Like how all like Toby and Spencer are concerned and everyone else is just staring like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> Noel's dying. But so did, did Jenna not know he was doing this? Is she not like, do you think she would sign off on this? I mean, she's laughing at it. Are they? I, mean, I guess they're dating right now. Jenna's boyfriends yeah. are hard to keep track of. I feel like it's like whoever the villain of the time is. That's who she's dating. I mean, just a reminder: Jenna and Arya have both dated No Khan. Mm-hmm. I I still thought, I think it would have been great if Jenna was dating Peter Hastings in the time jump. Yeah, Paige in this episode. <laughs> He's got the big coattails and the big dorky hat. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have a Barbara. And also every movie. word that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> a Barbarella movie coming with Sydney Sweeney. That's right. Like, why is Jason here? Why is he? Why? He's a he, chaperone, right? I, mean, I guess. He's yeah. there, like in costume. This but adult is like it's oh, not like he's so, and he always looks like he's there so against his will or something. Like, why are mm-hmm. you here? Are you gonna speak to at risk teens? Tell them about how drugs are bad. Make you how your brain is summer. fried and you yeah. can't remember an well, entire story. Well, you doubt yourself. You're scared straight. It's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Great stock shot there. Okay, that's 100% like a cosmetology mannequin head that she has in the basket there. <laughs> I think I had that model in school. Like, that they probably got, that. got it like straight from like the makeup department or something. Yeah. I'm sure. Ugh, Ted, hate this guy. It is entirely inappropriate to make these children engage in their foreplay. Yeah, also this, you know what I mean. Like this whole thing is just weird to me. You but, can tell she's trying to like kink it up a little, and he's like, "I'm going to dress as an extremely dorky doctor and like be as wholesome as possible." I okay, these kids have parents there, the but like coming into a person's home, yeah, just give me some yeah, candy. That's not like, no. You do this shit on the. We porch. don't need to do that. Especially like I think they have. And it's the not like hocus pocus. It's out. not like you like yeah. this is amazing. It's just like you're your dumb house and like your bowl of candy like why am i in here okay so this episode we got like terror train meets alfred hitchcock like this concept is easy to Plus do Adam somehow somehow Pepper. original sin still fucked this up mm-hmm. this song is this like an original i don't know if this is just i like remember one of the time hits. being like what is this like it, did this <laughs> exist independently of this episode because if it did cringe and it did of course okay Plus, so this is like a song that he has just on his own wow you think he had a crazy train song? I don't know. I feel like PLO is always like eight months late to the pop culture party. There is nothing that hurts me inside more than watching actors dance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you watch Paige. Because they've just been doing this for like three hours or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, 
I don't know. Like, don't watch one of them for more than three seconds. It gets weird. They don't yeah. look like they can just, dance at all. Just keep watching Phage in the corner after a while. Back and up your and blow your eyes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How fast do you think this train is going? Like, where are they even going? Where are they going is my question. So it mm-hmm. reminds do me Do they go of, and come back? Just like... I think they go to like what, an alternate dimension or something for a while. In high Ravenswood. school, we did a... One of our dances, it was a prom for one of the boys' schools, was on one of the Memphis River boats. And we just, like, went around, like, this one little bay. Just kind of tooled around. Hmm. But see, a boat makes sense because you can you can turn. Does the train yeah, the just train, hit the know, end and then weird. just reverse? Like, it's somebody who's like, hey, I needed to catch that home on my, like, evening commute. But I guess it's a ghost train, so <laughs> I'll wait for the next one. We're just going to keep saying ghost train. Like, that's a thing mm-hmm. that... Yeah. everyone's been to like a taunted hayride like what is a ghost train? yeah feel was like oh yeah ghost trains those are real well like who what would this cost i mean like as a musician it's not like this is some oh, rich God. kids bar mitzvah it's so uncomfortable <laughs> like what does it cost to get Adam i used to, to do this? i used to work for this catering company sometimes as a server and they did a bunch of the my super sweet 16 for oh, mtv wow. so there was one with triple six um was the performer that i was like it was so a sex in the city thing which is super appropriate right for a 16 year old mm. and um we had to wear the little hats jenna style because she wanted everybody in like little fashion hats and i'm guessing wild. there's a number that a lot of these like like I, I don't think you could pay taylor swift to come do your thing well maybe i think she did like e3 I one mean, time but i'm sure there's a number i don't know that yeah. people would it's like in that movie, The Circle, when they're like, all right, everyone, here's Beck. And he's just like playing this like corporate event. <laughs> Is this where he covers her other eye? I liked you a lot better like this. Yeah. That's so savage. <laughs> and I love it. And yet this is like the the best Toby moment ever. Mm-hmm. I think she has like feathers in her hair, like how that used to be a thing. I wonder if Jenna is disappointed they're not making that Margot Robbie uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Really would have improved her costume potential. Mm. Oh, it's you, creepy half brother. Maybe I don't know. Is he cousin? I can't remember what what the actual relation between these two is. It'd be, I guess, half brother. Yeah, because same father, dad, right? Right. Yeah, half brother yeah. and. First cousin. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, I think so. That's cool. <laughs> so That's what you want to avoid in life in general, is just having a family member who fulfills two roles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's a good role as well. I feel like a, a good yeah. teen show has it like at least three events per season where somebody's in a masquerade mask or a costume or you know mm-hmm. some sort of mistaken identity situation. Well, like you remember like on the OC it was like what what big uh, function will we have to casino night. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be like blah 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 charity and we're mm-hmm. going to do this. He's wearing fangs I think Adam Lambert. I just saw yeah. the uh the caption for the lyric that said yeah my ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. One of the kids costumes is just a captain's hat nice it would be very hot in there i feel like oh sweat oh, city God, all those people it. like the audio equipment and everything yeah Paige is just like swimming in her own sweat and that full-on i seat. feel like ashley thinks that she's like 
leading to some sexy times after the kids are done trick-or-treating and this guy's just going to go home or like want to watch a movie. It's kind of always their vibe. This is unbearable. This girl. It's just... This is like the the amount of theories I saw people posting about this later. It's like it doesn't... It's never going to come back, guys. Like this isn't going to mean anything. This is just... It's a goofy Halloween episode thing. Everything she says too, it's just... It's not great dialogue it is not delivered amazingly yeah she's just like what is happening the child actor is not too convincing yeah this is this is for other people like i don't have a parental bone in my body so i'm just like all right kid you're creeping me out get the fuck (laughs) out of this house no you can't use the phone well i have a child and would not be this doing this i I feel like ashley's whole well, outfit first of all, here. It looks like it costs twenty dollars. I believe in fucking ghosts, so I'm gonna see this girl and be like, uh, "You're obviously a Victorian." <laughs> Ask her who's president. Yes. Yeah, you look like Claudia from Interview of a Vampire. We're right. done. Ooh, kicking the balls, but it's Caleb. But guess that uh, nurse's costume is—it looks like it was um, from Walgreens. Yeah, it looks <laughs> super cheap. But she had the wig already. She I has the hair the already. Yeah, she has I the don't hair. understand. I have so many hair issues with this show, y'all. <laughs> It's unbelievable. I think it's like most of season five, Torian is wearing a wig. I remember people yes. posting about that. It's as bad as like Laurie Strode in Halloween too. I can weird. never like, <laughs> unless I see the wig coming off, I never know it's a wig. I'm like blind to that sort of stuff. No, you're not. They love people like you. Those <laughs> wig makers. You have, you have some wig dark. Come on. You have two eyes. I mean. And bad wig, I guess or, wig work is unmistakable. I'm, I'm forgiving, I guess. He's like, hi, I have chosen to chat you up Arya. you're the most interesting person here man though i'd be like hiding backstage right now (laughs) he's like i'm paid to talk to students i love how Arya is just like never surprised that people just gravitate toward her Mm -hmm. because she's lyrical and magical and of course he wants to talk to her i love the way she writes that second a it's like perfect a writing Mm -hmm. there she's like yeah i'll totally come back to your show or not Mm Yeah, I'm special. She's just thinking about how awesome she is and just like, and you if, know who she is? Did y'all watch Shit's Creek? She's very... Um, you think she's Alexis? Yeah, a little. She's got a little bit of that vibe. What is, it, what is the line? I'm a little bit single, even when I'm not. She's just wishing Ezra <laughs> here to see how, how wonderful she is. I know. She's like, oh, he would love it. I can't it wait to tell so Ezra good. about this. And Ezra's like, who's Adam Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> Would you allow this as a school function? Like sleeper cars? Like the notion that the teens no. can get anywhere fucking near the sleeper cars? <laughs> I feel like... Okay, I'm a member of the queer community, so I feel okay in saying this. Every single thing about Paige in this episode, she's like, hey, did you know I'm a lesbian? Can I show you how lesbian I am? I'm trying to remember where this is in their relationship. So they kind of got back together like earlier this season, I think. Well, it's right? always either her being like, Emily, I need you mm-hmm. to complete me. And then she gets her and she's like, Why are you with me? Yeah. The only time I was into Paige and Emily, it was after they like really hardcore broke up in like season five, maybe. I don't think it I was ever like, really get on board with them. It like it was it always felt like a super season five, imbalanced. like around the hoedown. Oh, season four. When, That's yeah, it also like really imbalanced. Like Paige really wanted it, and Emily was just like, Look, "Here's eh, what sure. I think. 
I feel like back the fuck up and let Emily have for two seconds a thought in her fucking head that doesn't have to do with your ass. And maybe, maybe sometimes she would think about you, but you can't miss her. She's literally sitting in her lap every minute of that relationship. Here's what I'll say about Paige. I want to inspire the kind of passionate world girl will kick the fuck out of a trash can for me. (laughs) It's one of her best moments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aside from in this episode, in this very episode where she, uh, what does she say? It was my pleasure or such when she. Oh, yeah. What did she work work at Chick-fil-A? Thanks so much for saving my life or something. And she's like, it was an honor or whatever she says. It's just just like, just off your cap page and be on your way. This is how you just, you really know Garrett's about to die. Like the wind is blowing. Right. I got to tell you something important. Yeah. From like under their lashes, like. Troy looks amazing here. No, Wynn loves she her. looks so good in this episode. This might be like I think she wins the costume battle. So, oh, she she kind of always does, even in the one where she's um <laughs> Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. Mm. I, try, I can't remember so what she wore happening in, the in this episode. season four one. Oh. I love this flashback. Oh, Jez, I love Jez, this flashback. Like, I just assumed you killed that girl and I was turned on by it. Mm-hmm. Right? She asked no questions. She's like, what <laughs> happened? Okay. Uh, taking a swing when she can't see. <laughs> I love it because, okay, there are moments when Allison appears like, like it's just really almost like enigmatic, this mm-hmm. confidence that she has in these situations. And there are other times that she, as a character, feels so uncomfortable to me to watch like this is one of those episodes where whatever she's doing i'm here for because she's like got sasha fierce energy and when she's like obviously scared but like yeah yeah flashback alley is incredible like Like the the look she gives here sure i'll be dead like she's like help me out help me out yeah yeah. and (laughs) is she dead (laughs) like it's a fucking roach and she's like kind of pleading with garrett like hey i need you to go along with me right she's also just kind of cute like she just wants to like the look on her face is if you go along with this it's another deal with the devil and then here she's like okay i can't believe that worked and then i guess byron shows up like (laughs) right and that's what i need is a smash cut of like all All that shit that happened like like an episode that's just that. Like that's yeah. the clip episode. Right. That would be good. That's the kind of shit I really hoped they would do with Lost and had so much faith they would. Mm. I remember telling people, wait till the box set, you guys. It's going to be like, uh, there will be like pop-up video style, like, and the polar bears here because of this. No. <laughs> that didn't ever happen. They needed to train their polar bears to push the wheel so they could warp <laughs> the island or something. Oh, yeah. So this is where you learn about Byron. Yeah. Oh. Even though the polar bears came because of the warped island. You guys, anyway. this is literally like zoinks level hijinks <laughs> that every single time somebody's telling a secret in this town, there's another motherfucker like crouching behind a bush. Watching. Yeah, yeah Jason it's is somewhere It's literally nearby. like Archie and friends. <laughs> like Reggie's The only thing like, that would have made that better, I, I think, it. is if Ella also came like 10 minutes later because she's also <laughs> being blackmailed. Well, she was <laughs> the good... Be like, Hey, listen, like it's a scene from Family Guy or something, and they just like keep on. It's like 45 people. Ella was the good dark horse because it's like, oh, she had one she glass was. of wine. She was out. And it's like, was yeah. she? Yeah. Where do I have, to, do I have go? to go? You I'm have being to die. off the yeah. show. <laughs> the bodies underneath all those uh, uh, yes. Gatorades and 
But Great you got there. like two Hitchcock movie references in one. I mean, Original Sin can barely like name check one movie. Oh no, they will they, name check all the. Movies. They'll mention they'll they'll have googled like top fifty horror movies and they'll make sure to mention. Okay, half so of one episode. some inside baseball here. I mm-hmm. uh, started working on a podcast project that we're still going to launch at some point. Um, Rachel Shadow of Zombie Girls and myself. And um, part of the project and my job in it was to sit and like chronicle the pop culture, specifically the horror references in Original Sun each episode. That's a tall order. Okay, right. So like I'm almost through with the first one and she's texting me like, why are you, we don't have to do this. And I'm like, no, it's, it is my own personal, like I have to. And I finally did and was like, this is insane no one did this clearly when they were writing it because this looks like a crazy thing Mm -hmm. this document that i'm holding yeah i just have to wonder if the actress chandler kenny was like hey half my lines of dialogue are just horror movie references can we can we change that a little bit yeah well she's like a wikipedia article that's been sexually assaulted unfortunately Mm -hmm. aria's trapped in the box so like was was I, this is Wilden and Melissa supposedly and like Wilden's trying to push right. Arya off the train <laughs> like nice. you could have just thrown her off the train he has to put her in a box and then push the right. box off. This Barbarella costume looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it looks like scratchy, like the glitter. You can just like feel her not being comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. So do you think Hannah's is like the second most comfortable? I mean, Spencer's at home in that dress. She's definitely yeah. comfortable. Uh, Hannah, I think she's probably all right, but it looks like maybe there's some like, I really was watching it earlier, this outfit, like, because I'm always like, where did the costume department get it? Like, what level of, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like, is this an outfit that they got at Nordstrom Rack or something? Or is it like from costume? Like, we have like a costume store here. Because it's not really like the original Marilyn, I don't no, think. No, it's not. Yeah. It's kind of pleated, her mm-hmm. skirt. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a bridesmaid dress. <laughs> Can you have a white bridesmaid dress? I mean, you can order those. Yes, some lunatic has done that, I'm sure. (laughs) The bridal industry is nuts. I'm sure you can. Wood creaking on the subtitles. Oh, yeah, I forgot she tips herself over here. She doesn't realize for a while that she's in there with Garrett. At some point, you would during this process. I feel like. tips over. I feel like, yeah. Because this is a corpse standing right, up. Okay, so ultimate... now it looks like the cam from that old MTV show. What was it? Like Fear, like fear or something? And yeah. they like put them in the haunted hotel. Well, it's the ultimate this terrifying thing for Arya to have her uh, makeup, or not her makeup, her, uh, her face taped up and just can't talk. Oh, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is Mona getting a little so fresh. So this is Mona, hair. right? Yeah. Does the height work out? No. 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 Okay. Mona's in like 10-inch heels or something. Also, But it's the like... hottest thing in the world that this is Mona. And every time mm-hmm. I watch this, I'm like... I need all the fanfic that's just like Mona, Hannah, Lemons, or whatever they. But call. prior to this, one she's mask like, off, well, another mask underneath. Caleb, your like chin is so Metaphor. shiny. I know, right? Yeah, you really got some zits happening. I mean, Mona calls back to it later. She's like, "Oh, just think, mm. Hannah, we almost shared our we first kiss. We almost shared our first kiss. I love that." Father Ted's like, "All right, well, I'm going home." Yeah, I'm sure beat. <laughs> I got to wake up early tomorrow in church. Did you see that weird blonde girl? No. Must have been a ghost. Not that I believe in him. <laughs> He's not allowed to. 
So this guy is Charlotte. I don't know what flavor Jesus he's on, but in the South, Christian folk believe in the ghosts. Because hmm. later he's like, I'm not supposed to. But not like Victorian little girl ghosts, though, right? Mm. Maybe like Southern Gothic ghosts. Mm, like straight up ghost story ghosts, yeah. Like the others. Mm-hmm. She got really upset and started to cry. Why is she mad at me? Also, this girl looks a lot older than her, like what she's talking. There's nothing jealous about this. Yeah. My sister's always telling uh, lies. All right. Don't sit on the bed. This is so weird. We fight all the staying. time. Even about dolls. <laughs> okay. You're a child. That seems normal to me. This is the same girl from the previous one. Yeah. Right. First secret. Didn't they use like Kiara Aurelia as like a young Addison? That's the Christmas episode. Christmas, Christmas episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll be seeing her. I mean, sometimes they hit on their younger casting. I don't think they did this time around. She's like, oh, you're so cold because you're dead. Yeah, I watched a lot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? This is about the caliber of entertainment mm-hmm. we're receiving. I wonder if this was like a network note or they just wanted to do this. This is a dirty episode. I don't know. We should ask him, like, what's the deal with this? Or you're just like, let's let's do a goofy Halloween thing. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna be. See, gone. I think the thing to go, the way to go in that instance is pick an urban legend that everyone's familiar with, and like kind of play that out on your show with our characters. So it's like, oh, I know that story, and oh, that's funny to see them. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think he's like, all right, Ted, you're doing it. This is the first time you've gone upstairs in her house. Oh, now we're going to her daughter's room. That's kinky. <laughs> Ew. Oh yeah, it's a great little action scene here. Spencer and A, who is, I guess, Wilden. This burlap sack yeah. costume's got to be sweaty as fuck, too. Right. Mm. All right, and we had the black hoodie, then we had burlap sack, and now we have this weird Queen of Hearts costume that comes this back This is bizarre. Times. Like, knowing that's Wilden is odd. Yeah. Like, what was the plan exactly? But we're when gonna, Hannah says, kill Arya and throw big girl, <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world, and I love it. Like, I want it to be my ring. Was there a sense of boobs? <laughs> Any sense of boobs? There was a sense of male butt. Well, well I shot. did feel a penis against my thigh, so. Mm. H to the rescue. I kind of always wanted the uh, Paige Wilden, like, a rematch. That's pretty messed up, Wilden. I mean. Is he just, like, trying to kill all cool the girls on general, the train? but. You're you're a detective. You're just creating more work for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are they going to call in to investigate this? I guess he just runs off. Yeah. They just like, well, that was weird. <laughs> Does this normally happen to you? <laughs> I'm relatively new to this group. Paige is like, I'm. Are we friends now? I really <laughs> yeah. want to be friends. No, with we're you not guys. actually friends, Paige. Sorry. Uh, she immediately finds this gigantic nail clip on nail there. Yeah. Look, so Spencer, gross. a clue. Are we best friends now? Right. Or you can properly scream now that she's got her gag off. <laughs> like, what is this thing? Oh, it's you. <laughs> like, I, I know this is like a wax head, but imagine if you're this actor, you're just having Lucy Hale scream in your face. Was that a I wax was... head? I assume that was just him. According to the, the trivia. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Stuck in a box. I feel like that duct tape could be taken Yeah. Out. 
I mean, oh, and it just fell know. off her face, yeah. No, but I mean, they're one on her wrists. Mm-hmm. Where did Paige go? Did Spencer just get rid of her there? Yeah. What, gotta, what's gotta, next, gotta, Spencer? I don't Spencer's like being like, around you. Spencer's <laughs> like, well, I need a drink. Go get me one. <laughs> yes. Go get us all some vitamin waters. Yeah. Oh, you got the pink one. I don't want that one. She still has like the perfectly placed uh, veil here, Spencer, even though she just <laughs> got in a huge fight. Yeah. I've always wanted one of those. And I knew this girl in beauty school that went to her, her boyfriend's aunt died. Somebody died mm. and she was like, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm going like a pretty little liar's funeral. And I was like, please take pictures. And she did. And it was amazing. <laughs> and she had one of those like fascinators with the fishnet veils. Nice. It was amazing. Yeah, you really should need to go to a funeral where your dress has cutouts. Her, I believe she did have shoulder cutout. Like it was like full, like excellent, like Real Housewives level. It was a pleasure. Fashion <laughs> drama. It was a pleasure. <laughs> and she's like, like fucking whatever. weirdo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's enough of that pigskin. We're still not friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so awful. Well, it's like the one Alice and Burn from from before she died. It's so awful. It also like nonsense. Like it's like so can, it goes so far it. out of its way to like. Was it? Get I think it was just the in point. the previous like, episode where Spencer thought that Paige was a murderer, right? Yeah. So I think this is like they're they're, they're burying that hatchet or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, you can repeat it because it's such a ridiculous kid like mm-hmm, Burn. Mm-hmm. You can't repeat the Lucas one. <laughs> no. no, you can't. Mm-mm. Jenny just lurking around, being weird. She's like, Man, my hey. favorite, though, is um, the idea that on the Jenna show, she's just like this like totally normal person just living her life, and they're like horrible and like won't fucking leave her alone. Just being tormented. <laughs> this chick just like slapped her out of nowhere. You blinded me. Yeah. Can you get the fuck away from me now? Okay, so just out of curiosity, on that show, is it all from her perspective? Is it just like a dark screen? With, like, we just hear audio? That's amazing, and I think, is yes. It, is it a podcast? Think a quiet place, but mm-hmm. eyes. Really save on the filming budget. Yeah. Yeah. And then suddenly in season three, you can see half the screen. You guys, I think we have an idea. Let's go find Paige and the boys. Band name. Wait, what's this? It's Arya's necklace. <laughs> I recognize this from when she bought it at Spirit Halloween. <laughs> it's so tacky. It's got to be Arya's. Mm-hmm. She's going to break a window? Oh, I guess we don't see what they do there. Yeah, this is budget. We can't afford to break a window. Mm-hmm. Cut away right now. Well, they're like, all right, we stuck Arya in this crate. And now I, I guess we've decided since it tipped over, it is going to push her off this train that is going who knows where like is it going to pittsburgh and back or something right like is the goal to kill her would that kill her it just seems like a very messy operation there's easier and more like much more efficient efficient ways and you would know for sure she was dead you wouldn't be like well i hope she's dead because she's like two miles back already we wouldn't have a teen drama mm-hmm. I'm because just saying, there wouldn't be a billion loose ends. He's a cop. He has a gun. <laughs> this is true. And a drop gun. He could just shoot her in the head. Teeter on, teetering on the edge there, yeah. 
Also, they just they know to, to like save her. this crate. I know, right? Like they act like they walk in and it's like, <laughs> who has x ray vision? How do y'all know that that's what's happening? And it's here? like immediately got the crowbar out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they're like this. They love putting these girls in situations where they had to do a lot of physical activity, mm-hmm. and like especially if they were in costumes. wedding dresses, mm-hmm. prom dresses. Although I do fucking love the bear trap with Spencer's wedding dress. Yes. One of my favorites. Yes. It's funny watching with the sound off. You can just, it's like the classic PLL pose. They just have to keep hugging and looking horrified at something for like seconds and seconds. The amount of time they had to speak in unison or (laughs) other unnatural things. Kudos to them. I don't know that I could have done that. Well, there's nobody outside, Ashley, and I did take that pill. So. Jesus will forgive me. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I, that's a very nice glass of Chardonnay. You're not drinking there, Father Ted. <laughs> His outfit too. It's got like this gross, like green so slime gross. on the front. Yeah, it's so gross. Like it's so perfect because until now, you've just anybody watching this is like, what a greasy, gross character. Then they put him in this, and I'm just like, yep, yeah. That seems about well, it's right. like Ashley's costume is obviously meant to like make her look more appealing, and he's just like, I'm gonna be a gross doctor, right? right. No, thanks. Yeah, hey, here you go, drink that. I'm drinking mine. I can't, I can't drink until you drink. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all seen Barbarian off top? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. I, I, oh my God, I, I know so about good. it. Yeah, that's right. You have to see it. Ezra's about to show up out of nowhere. They're calling the parents. Parents of Rosewood are like, why did they even let those liars on the train? You know, everybody else in town has to be like, if those fucking bitches are coming, I'm staying home. Mm -hmm. It's like on the OC. If Ryan Atwood's going to be there, why are you even going? Unless you want to see a fight. It's like someone in student council. had been Justin Long in Barbarian. Ooh, I it's a good movie, but thing. that'd be a better movie. That would be better. But yeah, I can imagine somebody on student council being like, just remember, if they try to buy a ticket, we're sold out. We're blackballed. Well, you don't realize it's that off screen. Spencer is student council. Yeah, it's true. They they come to her and she's just like, I am the Senate. She mm-hmm. members of the NAT club are dead. Remember the NAT club? Oh, yeah, that thing. Or is it, can I think this about me again? Mm-hmm. I was just in the box of a dead body. I need pen and paper. I must write. Everyone in this car has something to do with Garrett Reynolds, except maybe what? Noel Kahn. Oh, look. Were you here oh, the whole time? Oh, you that's convenient. What, you like follow the train? And he also has that crazy look that they love to do over the shoulder on PLL where it's like, suspect me. It's I'm like, doing I'm, something I'm hugging you, crazy but like, with yeah. my eyes. Exactly. Even Jason should be like, wait, how old is this guy? Was he following the train the whole time? Yeah, that look. That's crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okan just wants to go home. You ruined his party night. Can it, Noel, she says. Real Can dialogue. It, That's the vernacular. Every mess you bitches make for yourselves. Okay, this is the part. Toby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to know, Noel. It's so, oh my God, Toby. The cops are just watching. 
Toby gets so alpha here, he makes it hard to be a postmodern feminist. <laughs> Look at all those fancy juices and a body bag. Slow-mo. They like immediately recognize this as a body bag and not just mm-hmm. like, what's that? Wouldn't you be like, what is, that looks like a garbage bag. Mm-hmm. Somebody. And then what's, what does it say on the tag? I think it says uh, something funeral. Yeah. It looks like Car- we're supposed Karen to be like. Son's what? funeral. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. It's, I guess that's Bethany Young's body in there. Doesn't it take him like two seasons to identify that body or something? Like one that? month. Yeah. You mean one month? <laughs> Fourteen years and three days. Crazy Mona is my favorite. She is the best. She's like another good night. Another successful Halloween episode. The weird Alice mask. That was her copping a feel on Hannah the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then this. we get the Hannah. Mm-hmm. Special flashback. It's like the Carrie ending. This will be the Grunewald helping her escape here. We'll learn later. I love her. I love that character. I remember this like blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. Oh, man. Same. Mm-hmm. Like two same. seasons later, though, we find out, right? I mean, it's it's in its next Halloween episode is when we find out the Grunwald helped her get out, because mm. that's when we find out Allie's alive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love how the Grunwald, everything she says is like a spooky prophecy. Like she only speaks on like every voice must find a home. And you're like, <laughs> what does that mean? Did you um did you watch um uh, Ravenswood? I didn't, but I need to because. And I'll tell you what, so like PLL, I got so absorbed in that I wanted to like, I just immediately wanted to rewatch it and not go into like spinoffs after I was done. So I did. And then I was so, I liked it so much. And I heard just such terrible things about Ravenswood that (laughs) I was like, let me just give it a little bit. I think it's time I could watch it and not be like just mad that it exists. But I don't, I don't love the like paranormal. I never liked it when they did that on PLL. Yeah, well, to me, it's stuff, like so. you gotta, you can't mix the two. It's like they have well, to be. Well, it's the separate. Stephanie Myers red button cop out where it's like if you throw the paranormal into an already twisty, it's like why Lost couldn't be purgatory and people would be pissed. You can't just hit, be like, it's a dream or like whatever. Like keep it grounded. It's gotta mm-hmm. be in reality. So I am glad they sequestered their paranormal to its own little offshoot. But. And I did. I didn't love the idea of Caleb getting cozy with a ghost. another another lady. Yeah, who stole his hair? Yeah. Give him back his hair, please. <laughs> I mean, Caleb was different ever since he got back from Ravenswood. He was haunted. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was haunted. Fireflies. Yeah. Did that like make any sense to you watching that one? Episode? I mean, as a, I understand the language of TV, <laughs> so yes, I was like, sure, like, I I believe that that all happened. But fucking listening to him give that speech, I still love it. Because, like, out of context, it is the, like, you're just watching PLL, and it's like, and then there were millions of fireflies. And she's just like, mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> well, now you're home. We're never have to speak of it again. And in fact, please never speak of it again. Please. I think we actually have to pay so many money every time you do, so. Right. <laughs> I remember my mom watched it and she kind of filled me in on what happened. I watched every episode, but 
it's hard to remember much of a plot line other than like something weird about like cutting their hair and putting it in jars and there was like oh. a, a ghost of Caleb and a ghost of Miranda. She was the other girl. Like, like they reincarnated. They were like reincarnated versions. Oh, they of got this real older couple. Aspirational. I no, think they like found no, them like you. like buried behind brick walls at yeah. some point. Yeah, that was a fucking weird ass show. Mm-mm, that sounds like a mess. And some, I was full up casting, on that. Like some casting that was you know actors who would go on to do other things like like Haley Lou Richardson. I do like seeing that. Yeah. I like seeing people start off. There was another show on. I think around the same time, or I was streaming at the same time that Ravenswood was being offered as a, an option for me to watch. What was it? The Circle, mm-hmm. the show. It's it was a teen. Or she's Secret a witch Circle. and didn't know. Secret Circle. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. People keep asking us to watch. Is it one of us is lying? Yeah. If you do, oh, I read I the books. Being so, I'm like, if you do. Mm-hmm. I totally want to be on the episode of that. <laughs> uh, I'm really curious because, yeah, I've got the book. I want to read it. it it's right. It's fine. It, is, is it, it like on like no, I want it to be good. I want or? it to be like really good. It's I want fine. it to be like Teenage Gone Girl. It's like that. Breakfast Club with a little bit of PLL. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. Have you all done, uh, have you read My Best Friend's Exorcism? We did a couple years ago. Um, yeah. That uh is that is that Grady Hendrix? It is another yeah. um grown man that's really fabulous at writing female protagonists. Well, since we're talking about grown ass men writing female protagonists, uh mm-hmm. we will close out the PLL episode here. Thanks for everyone who watched. We're gonna talk about the trouble books for a bit. Full spoilers all the way through book three. So if you don't want to know what's going on in the trouble verse. You can tune out at this point, catch us when we do um, season five, episode 13, how the A stole Christmas will be the next episode to air. We'll catch you guys all then. Yeah. All right. Trouble talk. You said you had some questions for us. Yeah. Okay. So I love the fact that she's queer. How did you decide that was going to be? It felt to me like you were trying to subvert a lot of the tropes of just uh, teen girl entertainment. And that was, a you know, a decision that took you in that direction. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know if there was like one specific moment where like a decision was made. It kind of just like gradually got that way. Like a lot of the origin of trouble is I think at one point when we were kind of scoping it out, we were like, well, PL's ending soon. Maybe like Janelle Parrish could play trouble. And so, and then of course we were all into like the obsessed yeah. with that casting in my mind. Oh my God. That is amazing. Yes. This is probably back in like, I don't know, 2015 or so. And we're thinking that she's maybe a little too old to play a teenager now. Um, but I, and I think like, just like the Mona vibe with, with Hannah mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, and I think partly it was like, I don't know how to write a femme for every it wouldn't be a femme fatale, like a male femme fatale. I don't really know if that's an archetype. I mean, I think Jack is maybe the closest to that, that we get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so, but it it just seemed like she kind of had to be into women in order for some of the, like the, the tropes of like Nora. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that is a cool, there's no male, those tropes. There was never going to be a male love interest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also like we wanted to avoid like, 
I don't know. Yes. I think like the, the, twilight, the um, the, yeah, the twilight and like yeah. just like the shipper culture at the time. I try, to, like, we don't... I try to write YA. I understand all of these pitfalls. It's very, <laughs> we just like, didn't want to have messy. to do that. Yeah. It's messy. And I mean, I imagine it's difficult enough today, like writing about the female perspective as males, like whenever authenticity is such a thing people talk about and like, who's yeah. The, Definitely. At I mean, the I don't helm think... of like a, you know, y'all. I think as a formerly bisexual, uh, I, I mean, I would love to have been a Nancy Drew detective. There weren't <laughs> any mysteries, but I've just anything I can get my hands on that's mystery horror genre. Um, I'm very familiar with all the like tropes you guys are sort of getting in and playing with, and it's done very well. And yeah, I think it's y'all are doing a really good job. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're like fooling anyone. Like, it's like, oh, I can't believe a guy wrote this. Like, obviously they know who we are and, and, you know, who wrote it. But like, I think we're just hoping not to like, not to steer too hard into just really bad male writing tropes as much as possible. You know, we can no, just avoid I'm pretty, she didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> her blue eyes sparkled as she tucked her left leg. No, have you, I don't know if you've ever tried to read R.L. Stein. It grew up on uh, Fear Street. Did you? Oh, oh, oh man. Okay. So yeah. you can talk the language. That shit where it was like Claudia's red hair glistened. And every five paragraphs, you're getting somebody bit their lips. Somebody like <laughs> it is seriously like women in this universe are just like wondering, wandering, quivering messes. I don't know how they ever had it together enough to like even begin to solve the mysteries they were presented. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just nice to see. With trouble and elsewhere, strong females. I don't care who they're being run by. Um, you know, it's nice to see the that archetype change. Yeah, and I think one of our other inspirations, I think at that point, I don't know if Mad Men was still on the air, if it had gone off the air, but that was like very much the era when we started doing this in like 2014 of like the difficult Breaking man, the Breaking Bad, bad and it was like, well, what if it was a teenage girl like can can you create a, a teenage girl character that. who's still complex and that's don draper and, 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 yeah, yeah, and yeah like yeah. i love a problematic stuff that you don't female agree with sometimes yes. you yeah. know and like yeah. like for real not like fake stuff you know or it's well, like oh i mean as like i just the amount of like teen ya pulp fiction i've consumed is staggering and I at multiple points in book one, I'm I don't spoil beyond book one mm -hmm. for me because okay. I'm not there yet, but um found myself like kind of audibly being like, damn, okay. Like she would say something or like it would go somewhere that I'm like, it's not that you don't see that in YA fiction, but you you don't see it being done so comfortably, I don't think. Like there's a confidence to her character that I think has been missing from the YA genre, especially with female. I think you can find it in some of the like Percy Jacks, like some of the male protagonists, you mm -hmm. definitely feel that kind of swagger, but she has this really um, like almost like I think gender neutral charisma that it, it's really cool. And it's neat to hear sort of how that character was formed. So the, the one of us is lying is a great example of a book of characters who they clearly, the author clearly wants a safe landing for all the characters. So they can't act out too much. All the all you can do is then have them do something minor, and then have the other characters be like, "I can't believe you did that." Yeah. Whereas Jenny will light shit on fire. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. it, oh, I don't so know nice. if I if I could confess a little bit. It's what I you want. 
to have happen at the end of the which chapter is it where she's like uh game on bitches or whatever oh, yeah. the that like that moment that's mm-hmm. like what you always want to happen at the end of those chapters and it never is so it's like so satisfying to just be like yes like fucking just like throw down the gauntlet and fucking leave like that's badass yeah nice yeah and if i confess i haven't actually read a ton of ya like we're calling this a ya book i guess it is but i'm that's not that's your best bet at marketing i'm not I think. super familiar with like some of like i you know i've never read any of the percy jackson books i've read like I'm trying to read more now just to get more of like a just a feel a taste for, for it. The, I will yeah. be your consultant. I mm-hmm. um very familiar. But also as a girl mom that now I'm reading stuff through the lens of or watching things where I'm like, how would I feel about my daughter consuming this if she were at an appropriate age too? And trouble is like for sure somebody I'd be cool with her like having posters up. You know, like like I kind of have a crush on her. So it'll be weird. Like Troubles. So I not, feel not like too weird much, um, about it. Drug like, use and misbehavior for you. But enough. It's like enough for it to feel real, but not. I don't know. There was a, a bizarre chasteness to the R.L. Stein Fear Street mm-hmm. that never felt. Yeah. It never felt super, like, honest to the genre. I felt like the super sleaze covers that they had were like I would have to like cover them to bring them into my Catholic school or they, cause they were all so salacious, like, like midnight's kiss. And it would be like blood running down somebody's bikini clad torso. <laughs> when in reality in the book, nobody even wears a bikini. Like it's just total. Uh, and who is that for? Covers. I guess you're trying to get boys. It to buy those books. Like I was like, it's a little bit of the time though. Cause Lois it. Duncan was just a little bit more. She was more like, like into legit, the agency, literary, but yeah, she, but, but only, but only a little bit, I think. Yeah, she still really played into the tropes, like oh yeah, for sure, for sure, and hit the beats, and yeah. But she would be like not hiding the fact that her female characters desired. Right. What yeah. I wanted was Judy Bloom to write straight up horror, so it would be like <laughs> the real female experience in a horrific situation, which we get so much of now with like horror being created by both all all genders. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting for that to be your sort of like entry point to genre entertainment because it hits so many of the beats and it really gets you like familiar with the language of genre storytelling but then when you get something really good where they push it just a little further outside I don't know I guess that's that's YA is gonna keep it kind of bland I when I jumped to um Stephen King at a pretty inappropriately early age actually um it's like, yeah, this is more like it, but what the fuck is the world? Because this shit is like twisted. I'd be into Judy Bloom writing some little badasses. Like, are you there, God? It's me, your favorite bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did you guys work on? How did that come about? Like, what was the? <sighs> well, real quick, let me just let me just throw back to, mm-hmm. I think uh, it's odd. I think in our original pitch documents for a TV show version, we really leaned in first paragraph to the challenging the difficult man, you know, trope, which I don't know was the best way to start off the selling of tr- the trouble entity. Um, yeah. Yeah. James. Yeah. So it basically started, we got invited to the pretty little liar set when they're filming season six. Uh, we were there for season six, episode three. And as we're driving down from Northern California, down five to Southern California, we thought, well, we're going to be around a lot of Hollywood people. 
probably isn't going to happen, but let's just say they're like, give us your pitch or whatever. Like we should, we should like come up with something, you know, this will be a way to pass the time on the drive. And so we kind of like brainstormed a TV show idea on the way down that I think we were like maybe half there. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, we had the idea of something about a mystery, I think with heirlooms. And I think we had the name trouble, but we didn't have a lot of the details. We had trouble. And it like, so we, we kind of had that and we wrote some notes down and then like forgot about it for like a year probably. And they're like, Hey, we should do this. And so we like kind of got back to it, fleshed out the rest of it, wrote a pilot, wrote like a kind of like a, a story Bible for like a first season of the thing. And kind of, slung that around for a while and our our LA friends basically said, Hey, this is really cool, but nothing gets made anymore unless it's like an existing IP. Uh, so you guys, you know, you should think about writing a book that way, you know, you can try to sell the book instead. So I was like, Oh, okay. And so uh, that's where the book comes in. And and not just that, but I think we alluded to in one of the two podcasts we just did recently that at the time networks were going away from teen mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so there, I mean, I mean, I can still tell you like what the first shot of trouble in that conversation because it was going to be a TV show where where Jenny talked to the camera. Yeah, um, it was going to be like a like a what's it called? Um, flea bag type situation. Oh yeah, yeah. rad. Um, but yeah, then we really worked out a version briefly that was older Jenny. I mean, we talked Which, about it. Yeah, like like I don't think we should say too much because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you never six know. baby. Ooh. <laughs> Like yeah, you never know if we might see older Jenny at one point. But... Still make her go to college. That doesn't work. No, we're going <laughs> to yeah. skip college. We got her away of skipping college. Well, how hard is it to construct the mysteries? Do you have, do you have a whiteboard? Do you have like a... Um, at at uh, some point, index cards of... get created. Yeah, we did a lot yeah. of the brainstorming for the first, first season, which is sort of like the first book. Um, we would go over to like basically just like a conference room with a whiteboard and we'd write lots of stuff up there. And um, it was weird. Parts of season one are the book one parts mm-hmm. of season one are parts of book two. Um, it was uh, like a three season idea that we had and that's become five books and no, books give you opportunity. So far, but two more to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like five, but like books give you an opportunity to play with that in an interesting way. Um, you know, we've kicked the tires on a lot of different things, you know, and sometimes you get feedback that's really good and it changes everything. And sometimes you get feedback and you flirt with it for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we did a whole thing where it was like, what if episode two of the show dangers revealed? No spoilers. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. We, um, I love the names. I love the, it's, it is so smart to have, um, Anything that you're trying to build a fandom around, like I assume, you know, mm-hmm. the trouble books would be, you know, that's what you would want. Uh, to have iconography that's like could be tattoos, like, mm-hmm. or, you know, like that's the first thing I thought was like, oh, that'd be a cool, like, armband or something if you got like super trouble fans. Yeah, totally. I'm trying to think for the first book, like, we we knew writing the first book like who are like what the main answers to the mystery would be, you know, but we also knew like, I don't know. So you set up like, here's the character. Mm -hmm. Here's the mystery. We know this is how it pans out. And here are some threads that are going to continue 
for further. Well, some of it is, you know, the answer and some of it is, you don't know the answer yet, but is this juicy? Like, do I want to follow this thread? Or like, as an example, like the, um, some of the heirloom clues, we had vague ideas for what the mystery related to them would be, but not super concrete enough that like, we were like locked into anything because we were kind of like, well, we don't, some of those heirlooms are just aren't going to be touched on to later books. And so we're not going to like, you know, put anything too concrete on them yet. We'll get back to them later, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some this... flexibility to roll with the, uh, the way the story flows, but not like we're writing book five and it's like, all right, time to figure out who the stranger is. You know, like we, we know all the, big well, that's answers. what's been so interesting to listen to y'all's commentary specifically on the pretty little liars, original sun reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, which boy, <laughs> the roller coaster I went through with that show. Mm. Um, it's like some people trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets. Like I was so excited and set, just so bummed. And boy, I try, I'm telling you, it was like, it's okay. It's okay. I love horror. Like I'm here for just shameless, like, you know, fan service, just. Yes, De Palma, just tell me all the things. Okay, by the 400th red reference in the first episode. And then when they would literally be like, dun, 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 at the end of an episode, and then never speak again of like, only so many times can this happen before I was like, it is just Riverdale. Like, this is just, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, watching that show, and just thinking about how I write, I'm just like, why didn't they ever... Oh, that's what I was in the middle of that. and, and that's what's so interesting. Yeah. Listening to you guys talk about that because it's it it's different from the perspective you guys have now where you're constructing a mystery and sort of like keeping up with continuity and it's things that like I don't know that I'm that my critical palette is finessed enough to like come away from something like Pretty Little Liars Original Sin and be like, here were the core problems i just more i'm like i wanted it to taste like birthday cake and it tasted like just vanilla extract and i don't it's hard to flesh that out sometimes but like you guys very like fully sort of were able to from a storytelling perspective put your finger on it for me where i'm like that's it that's it like they it's Chekhov's gun would never go off or like whatever the thing is like they're just not following and not in like a way that's innovative or like, like groundbreaking ground. storytelling yeah. yeah this is an inception it's like just not follow it's in a fumbly way not following the beats that you're promising for the viewers that love it like that's why we're here is like for it's pretty easy it's abc xyz like this is what you do everybody like go watch like the goosebumps tv series <laughs> anything they you just keep it tight and you keep the beats like comfortable enough and then jump scare whatever no, just no. And the the poster for season two is amazing. Like, I love it so much. Oh, and like, that's what thing. they keep wanting to lean on is people like me, mm-hmm. like 38 year old women who are obsessed with 80s slasher movies that want so hard for this to be what they're telling me it's going to be. They're going to talk about it a lot. In and the you episode. know what it is? It's like an R.L. Stein fucking <laughs> book cover. I'm going to open it up and it's just going to be like Ken's glossy chestnut hair. And like nothing is going to happen, you know. Well, and the sad thing is, you could do that. You could do that show. You could do, just like I said, you could do a Scream TV show. And unfortunately, 
I think they heard that. that too loud. Yeah, yeah, they made the original Sin show. You could absolutely do like an 80s slasher show. I would love to do that. Like, Because, I mean, slashers love to like have that space in between the kills where they're talking about the family secrets and whatever. Right. I don't trust this crew to do it, but... I mean, you could do it with all the tropes, all the wipes. But is all it the new things. showrunners? Like, what's happening? No, it's the same people. No? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if oh, it's new showrunners, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll see. But, like, what is my podcast going to be about now? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all already talk about the old one, and I don't know what to say about the new. I don't know. I don't know yeah, if we'll do. Exactly. I don't know. It'll it'll depend on whether or not we don't have a even. Book. If we have you a have book to, to market you for the second have season. Two. <laughs> Demand the fans demand it. I need them Come to on. take a year and a half to make it so that we have time to write the next book. You know, what if what if it's like you see the feed, you see us announce it, and it's just like PLL Original Sin season two episode one, and it's episode two and all this stuff. But each time you click play on it, it's just us talking about Ravenswood. That would be if you launched on April first. That would be the best ever. Like that would be like a April Fool's that just keeps going. I love it. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do that. We won't do that. But I was like, like we'll just drop all 10 episodes of our Ravenswood podcast on April Fool's. <laughs> well, my friend you can't find the... streaming, I don't think. Oh, man. I, that would be cool. I want to hear that. I want to... Where do you watch it? Like, where do you... I, I don't think it's on HBO Max. Maybe it's on Freeform or something. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, why don't we wrap up this discussion on This is a Dark Ride, and we will catch you guys all on the flip side to talk about the Christmas episode. Bye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Peace. Bye-bye.